Um, reading from the Chaitanya Bhagavat, chapter Anchilila 3, text 61. Jaya Jaya Sri Chaitanya Jaya Nityananda Jaya Dvaita Chandra Jai Gaur Bhakta Vrinda Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Se Sabha Mahanta Se Shatri Bhagavaya Se Gramya Rase Bhushajiya Se Karila Sanya Se all those great souls relish material enjoyment and took sannyas after three-fourths of their life had passed. Om Ajnana Timarandasya Gananjana Shalakaya Taksur Unmulatam Yena Tasmai Sri Gurave Namaha Sri Chaitanya Mano Bhishtam Stapitam Yena Bhutale Sayam rupa kadamayam dadati sapadantikam vancha kalpa tarubhyascha kripa sindhu bhayebhacha patitanam bhavanebhyo vaishnavebhyo namo nama Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Advaita Gadadhar, Shivasadi Gaur Bhakta Vrinda. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Greetings from New Jersey. Um, I'm just going to mention something about giving class because my seva is speaking about Krishna, communicating. Somehow everyone has a, a work to do and they find satisfaction in doing their work and, uh, Things you like, you tend to become best at. I'm not saying I'm best at this or good at this, but it is my service. And one thing that I think is very important, and I think the strength of my class, especially these morning classes, is that I'm speaking after quite an extensive sadhana. And... Uh, what sadhana does, I, I like to give an example here, I'll put my hand here, is this is what yoga means. Yoga means the to bring the mind to sattva and comes from two words, sat, truth, reality, twadness, the nature of reality. So when something is in sattva or goodness, um, it's, it's true to itself. Um, it's true to its nature. Its nature is more 
functional or real. And I give that example in terms of a mirror. When a mirror is in sattva or mirror is in reality, uh, it's um, not distorted, it's clean. And therefore, it can, or a lens, it can perform its function of replicating or seeing something accurately. And the way that yoga works is there are thoughts, and we say thoughts mostly based on the false ego, not the real ego, they're vrittis, they become like a static and they, they distort the mind to a lower level of perception, a lower level of perception and contentment. And what yoga does, it's not a particular philosoph philosophical worldview, as much as it is a psychosomatic technique, is that by focusing on one thought, concentrating on one thought, the other thoughts will be quelled and the mind will move into a higher level, like a mirror, a higher level of reality, of perception uh, and contentment, because reality is beautiful, actually. Our misery is due to illusion. Reality is beautiful. So one thing about a class uh, is I think it's really important as much as possible to bring the mind to a higher level of perception and contentment because in that higher level of perception, you also have more access to your memory. And, you know, you really have to have memory, not, not memory, but just to remember the last thing you said, you know, I visited my mother on 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 Friday, and uh, bless her soul, she'll be one hundred on January on June twenty sixth, one hundred years old, and her memory is going, and you know, and it's going. So you know, you know, I was concerned if people were visiting her, and I asked her. You know, assistant, if the family is visiting her, because she doesn't remember, you know, but the previous day, my my older brother and my niece came and spent the whole day with her. I called up my brother. I said, you know, she, she said no one's visiting her. And then I called the mother. So we visited yesterday and we showed her pictures and so many things. So the memory goes. But it, it's almost like that when you're giving class. You know, as you're giving class, there's kind of thoughts that connect things, you know, the next thought, you know, as you're speaking, your mind is working what you said before, what you'll speak in the future. And to keep that continuity, um, it's very important for the mode of goodness. So I really like to give classes in the morning when I've had really a kind of nice substantial sadhana and, and it really helps. I'm, I'm mentioning this, and I always do this, is uh, 
I speak about weakness and it kind of empowers me. It wasn't one of my best days. And uh, I, I did two things yesterday that maybe three things, but more two things. Uh, one, one of my disciples was getting married and it was here in New Jersey. And uh, they asked me to come. So it was very convenient. And it was in the more or less the late afternoon. Uh, and all the people I know would be there. And it was kind of like a COVID over celebration because they, they took away the mask mandate last Friday or something. So I went and, you know, and that meant, okay, you know, I really didn't eat lunch. And I, so I was hungry in the evening. I, I generally last meal is at one o'clock. I'd hardly eat anything in the evening. So I ate the feast. <laughs> I was hungry. Uh, it was good. And then uh, you know, I ate the sweets. Uh, glove jumping is usually too much for me. Maybe I'll have a half, but they were really good. And then I was finished. And I thought, and then I was thinking, okay, now I'll go. But for various reasons, it wasn't convenient to go then. And then uh, I walked into the temple. So nice to be before the, the, the deities. And what a beautiful temple. Huge. You know, the, the capacity for the temple room is at least, must be close to 500 to 1,000 people. That's, there was only 40, 50 people there. But just before the deities, and of course, a special, real, a real treat, like, because I'm sitting before the deities and the wedding is before the deities and the deities are open, is that Janavi was there to do kirtan. So you're hearing our kirtan. So I did something. I, I kind of ate at that hour, which I don't, I don't take a dinner, so to speak, because I wake up early. Uh, and then got back later than I usually do. <laughs> so two of the things that I think are most important for sadhana, <clears throat> at least for me, if you do these two things, uh, don't eat much at night. <laughs> Although it was completely digested, that really wasn't the problem. Just too much sugar. Um, and get up early. So I wasn't able to get up at my usual time. And the, yeah. So I, I'm praying that in this class, Krishna gives me memory, which is required. Uh, and another thing I do is what reason I talk about these things, because this is the last thing I might, just to get that what I call the level of unconscious competence. It's really important in class to uh, kind of get that flow going. So let's see if that helped me. So excuse me for that introduction, but um, all the great souls relish me. It took sannyas after three-fourths of their life has passed. So who's talking is Sarvabhoma Bhattacharya. 
and he really got the mercy. Krishna gave him the mercy by the transcendental system. How God, through the super soul, can move people to meet. He sees one heart who's in need and whose need is, is sincere and he arranges through the transcendental system, through the super soul, to inform and direct Sarvasya Chaham Hidi Sani Vishto Matasmatir I'm situated in everyone's heart. And for me comes remembrance, forgetfulness, and knowledge. So he inspires someone else to come. And the classic example was Vyasadeva after writing the all the Vedas and the Mahabharata and the Vedanta Sutra, not feeling satisfied, therefore searching the root of dissatisfaction. That's one of the keys to spiritual life. If, if you look at the story of Embriya Bhagavatamrita of Gopa Kumar, and he's, he's searching. He's got a mantra, but as soon as he got a mantra, then his guru left. So he just had the mantra. So the mantra was working, but it didn't have the didn't have the support of some Bandagyan. He had faith in the mantra, but he didn't have understanding. So when you have just mantra without understanding, you're, you're purified, but it takes much longer. Because <laughs> it's kind of, which way you go based on that inspiration uh, is not directed. Prabhupada, when he met Allen Ginsberg after so many years and he visited him in London, then the devotee said, hey, Prabhupada, he seems a little nicer. Prabhupada said, yes. You know, he was chanting. He was chanting Hare Krishna. Even in, 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 in Namaparad, but Prabhupada said even Namaparad, it takes longer. So he was chanting. So it, it moved him forward. So Gop Kumar was, he, he, he was searching for that. And he'd find something, but his inherent, his mantra, his inherent sense of devotion was really for Goloka Vrindavan. So even if he would go to Vaikuntha or another place, he would be attracted, but somehow or other there wasn't full satisfaction. And when there's not full satisfaction, it means that there is something wrong. Because what pain and dissatisfaction is, it, it's, it's a reaction to, to going against nature. The fish is suffering outside of water. That, it's not, it, 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 it's, you're, you're against your nature. And it's meant to move you in, in, in the right place. It's meant to move you in the right place. Um, it, uh, this is an example of, of what I'm talking about because now normally I'd remember where I was going or most of the time and now I don't. <laughs> and that's what happens. Um, anyway, I'll just go 
where uh let's see uh anyway sarvabhoma bhattacharya mm. all right i'll start again anyway oh yeah i i remember this thing. the transcendental system the transcendental system. So when you have that dissatisfaction in your heart and you're sincere in finding the cause of it, and this is really the spiritual path, this is how the spiritual path starts. It starts with that existential inquiry of going into the heart. And not to be satisfied where one is, but to want to actually find the root cause of that. So he went deep in his heart and he had that existential question. And he didn't really understand why, because what he did was so noble. What did I do wrong? What is the problem? That's sincerity. Prabhupada said the basic difference between a human being and animal is to ask the question, why I am suffering. What did I do wrong? What should I be doing? So somehow or other, by the transcendental system, Sarvabhama Bhattacharya happened to be in the temple when Lord Chaitanya, the force of his emotion and attraction to the object of his devotion to the highest form of love, which is called bhakti. He went unconscious for nine hours. And when he woke up, he felt gratitude towards Sarvabhama Bhattacharya because Sarvabhama Bhattacharya brought him to his house to recuperate. And he wanted to reciprocate with the greatest love. And the greatest love is the giving someone knowledge. <laughs> it's the greatest love. That's the, that's, that's the affection of a preacher, of a teacher, of a parent. The greatest affection is to enlighten someone, is to give them realizations and tools and knowledge by which they can live a more fulfilling life. That's why in society, Namo Brahmanya Devaya Go Brahmani Hitaya Chajagaditaya Krishnaya Govind, of everyone who's so dear to Krishna, the cows and the Brahmins. And why? Because what is the role of the Brahmins? It's very interesting in Bhagavad Gita when it describes, when it describes in, Bhagav, in the Bhagavad Gita, what is what type of work each of the Vanas or occupational occupations in society do. When it discusses a Brahmin, it does, you know, when it discusses a Vaishya, it discusses a, a business, a mercantile person. He does trade or he does agriculture or he does banking or he protects cows. And, and what does the laborer class do? They, they, they serve the, they serve either the business class or the or or the the administrator and what is the administ 
But when it discusses a Brahmin, it doesn't discuss, in other places it discusses what his work is, but the more, the, the, the main work, <clears throat> and this is such an important point, the main work of a Brahmin is the qualities he cultivates, because without those qualities, he can't do his work. And what is the work of a Brahmin? The work of a Brahmin is to get knowledge and to disseminate knowledge. That's the main qualities. Shamo, the must, the po, saucham, shantir, arjivam, evacha, ganam, viganam, astikam, brahma, karma, swabhavajam. Brahma, karma, the quality of a Brahmin. Brahman, karma, swabhavajam. What is swabhav? What work does he do? What work does he do? He's tolerant. He's peaceful. He's self-controlled. Shamo, damas, tapo, he's austere. Saucham, clean. Shamo, damas, tapo, saucham, shantir, arjavam. He's peaceful. Shantir, peaceful. He does not get involved in the dramas of the world. This has, we really have to learn this art. What will we do to prove that we're right? We'll fight to the end. Out of what? Out of the ego. <laughs> you get caught. Shantir, arjivam, honest. Gyanam, viganam, knowledge, realization, astikam, regularity, religiousness. Why? Because that allows him to get knowledge. It puts him in the mode of goodness. It puts him in the mode. And it allows him to be trusted. It allows him to be trusted so that people can learn from him. I, I tell often that when I took the when I took sannyas and and Satsrup Maharaj's main instruction to me as I took it sannyas from the renounced order from him, the main instruction he gave to me was avoid politics and business because we need a class of people whom others can trust. And when the occupations are mixed, it's difficult. You know, management, it's difficult to have that high level of trust in a manager because a manager has to deal with politics. And for a Vaisha, it's, it's hard to have that level of trust because of the profit motive. So his affection is giving knowledge. Teacher gives knowledge. And Lord Chaitanya wants to give him knowledge. And that yearning to give knowledge sometimes inspires people in creative ways and how to do that because that's really their yearning. That's their compassion. They're realizing why are people suffering? The main reason that people suffer is due to ignorance. 
because in ignorance, you do things wrong. And suffering is a reaction to that. So the root is, is so um, he devises this plan in his mind just spontaneously that because he's so much junior, he will, he will surrender to Sarvabhoma Bhattacharya as like his disciple. And, and, and he expresses that mood. That Sishas Teham Twam. I can't remember this verse. I am surrendered to you. Please instruct me. Basically, that was the mood. You have higher realization. You instruct me. So he says, well, the first thing I got to tell you, why did you take sannyas? Why did you take sannyas? And, and basically he gave two reasons. One, that's the leader of a society. The sannyas is the guru of all vanas and ashrams. And you want to be a Vaishnava. Why are you putting that, taking that religion, you get a dunda stick. Why are you taking that stick that moves you to the center when, and, and you can't even pay a basis to anybody when they, the young people that are junior, you have to accept their respect. You're, 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 when, you're, when, you're in, when you're in the superior position, then, then your mood of love is affection. It's not respect, it's affection. Of course, it's, a, you know, it's respect, but the, the parent gives affection. The child gives respect. But it's a Vaishnava. You want to give affection, but you want to give respect to every living entity. And he quotes from the Bhagavatam how, how one should pay obeisance to every living entity. It's respect. And unless you are elevated, it's so hard to take a position of leadership as a service without becoming bewildered and taking, taking that glorification, taking that respect, and, and, and instead of transcending the false ego, nourishing that sense of superiority. So young people should not, that you should be mature, you should go through life. And when you come to that platform of sannyas, it should be done on, on the highest platform of pure knowledge. So that when someone offers you respect, you're not seeing that it's coming to you. You're seeing that it's coming to what you represent. And you never think you're a guru, but you do it as a service to your guru. So you're always in the mood of looking above your, I always give that example. This is if this is the guru, and his consciousness is like this. I am guru. Bhaktivinoda Thakur said, "If you think you are guru, then he said you're gorau, means <laughs> an animal. If you think you're guru, no, I am disciple of my guru, and as a service to my spiritual master." 
I'm taking this embarrassing position of leadership only as a service. And the other thing is, is it's sannyas. Yas means renunciation. Sun means complete. It's complete renunciation. Burijan Prabhu, I consider, he's my godbrother, one of my mentors. He's just so intelligent. And he, 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 he described why sannyasis must be renounced if they take the, 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 the order renounced. And he described if, uh, if, if a man wants to enjoy, he gets married. If he wants some independence, he gets married. If he wants to have some facility, some opulence, it's allowed. In the Vedic society, you don't renounce your desires, but you appropriately work through them. Of course, you renounce some desires, but not all. Many you just have to engage or purify. So there's an allowance for this. But um, but this purification and the purification is, is you have a wife and you have a family and so many responsibilities. So there is austerity involved. But he made the point, but if a sannyasi uses the position of leadership, and this is the danger to live lavishly and 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 take so much facility of course i'm not making an absolute judgment people travel all over the world there's honor respect you have to accept it there's health there's there's some facility needed but if it goes over the level that's required and you start then how do you become purified if you took if you got married you'd be purified from that opulence, but how will you get purified? There's so many dangers, and therefore it's not even recommended in the Kali Yuga. There are verses. But Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur, and there's a tradition of it for leading preaching movements, then it's taken. And I, you know, I always remember, you know, in Prabhupada's room in Vrindavan by his bed when he was there and I saw by his bed, there was a picture of Prabhupada on the front steps of the Krishna Balara Mandir with about 20 of his, 20 or 30 of his sannyasis and they were standing there um, so proudly. And pride can be good and a good thing you can be pride. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a servant of my guru. But then I saw that picture mysteriously disappeared. And then I was thinking, well, why did that picture disappear? Because <laughs> Prabhupada was with, was with all these sannyasi disciples, and I don't even, how many, I don't know if any were left. Maybe one was left. And then when Prabhupada became, was criticized for many things by his god brothers, and, you know, because the nature of the world and envy, etc. And I, I saw it personally. Then 
Prabhupada said, they criticized me for so many things. But he said, one thing they were right. I gave young men sannyas. And then Prabhupada quoted a Bengali saying, when there are no trees in the forest, the castor oil tree looks big. What could I do? I needed to make social divisions. I needed to have a, a, a preaching order. I needed to get men dedicated to this. So Sarvabhama Bhattacharya, more than 500 years ago, is giving this say to Lord Chaitanya, why did you do this? It's dangerous. Even Jnana Sanyasa is dangerous. Jnana means renouncing the world. And, 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 and it's not only dangerous for, for just for anyone, but especially you're a devotee of the Lord. Why do you want the symbol of leadership? Why do you want to put yourself in the center? Again, the whole Briyad Bhagavatamrit is, uh, the, the first section is, is Narada, the, the part one is Narada Muni looking for the topmost devotee. And every time he finds someone, they say, Ne bhakti, bhakta nehi whom I am not a devotee. You want, and they point to the next one, and you get this beautiful gradation of advancement on the platform of pure devotion and higher and higher devotees. And, and of course, it's going to wind up in, in, in Vrindavan. It'll go to Dwarka, and then he goes to Uddhava, Uddhava and then Uddhava will say, Me, a devotee? Because Uddhava was, Narada was so ecstatic to meet Uddhava. Why? Because Uddhava was in Dwarka and they worship Krishna with some reverence. It doesn't have the force of Vrindavan where there's no sense of divinity. So you're not separated in the force of your love by a sense of obligation, by a sense of distance, by a sense of fear. If, if, if someone is way above you, there's love. My, you know, the respected, revered father. This is what a wonderful love. But I hope I don't do something wrong. And, and there's a way I have to act and I should keep my respectable distance so it's not as forceful. So outside of Vrindavan, when, when Krishna's manifesting more of his majesty, first in Dwarka as a king, and Vaikuntha as God. <laughs> so he's manifesting great. So, so it's, not, it's not as intimate. But of all the devotees in Dwarka, of all the devotees in Dwarka, the highest devotee is Uddhava. It's called Parishad. It's Dasyarath, it's servant. But in the gradations of servants, the Parishad, the Koryas, the, the intimate servant, the, the, the advisor servant. And he was so close to Krishna that Krishna could reveal his heart and give him the message to the gopis. 
how intimate, how close. He had so much love for Krishna. He actually looked like Krishna. And he was Bodhi Sattama. He was disciple of Brihaspati and he was Bodhi Sattama, the extreme level of intelligence and the extreme level of intimacy, not intimacy, intimacy. That was Uddhava. So when Narada Muni came to Dwarka and he was like looking for Uddhava, such an exalted devotee. He said, you are the most exalted devotee. And he said, may bhakta nahum. I'm not. You, I went to Vrindavan. I thought I was the most exalted devotee. When I saw the spontaneous love of Radha and Krishna, my pride as the topmost devotee was crushed to dust. He went to a place called Uddhava Kyari. I'm in separation from Brudge, so I'll tell you. Uddhava Kyari. Well, when I grew up in Vrindavan, no one went to Uddhava Kyari. For years, it was underwater. And then Narayan Maharaj, he used to take me and my friends on Parikram to places that no one saw before. And we went to Udavikari, and there was one of Prabhupada's god brothers who was considered a very elevated devotee. He was sitting under a tree and he was praying, crying to Krishna. This, well, this is the place where, where Uddhava, when he came to Vrindavan, he had to give this message to the gopis. And then he saw after so many years, Radharani was mad in love. And he saw that a black bumblebee came by. And Radharani was in such a state of love that she saw the bumblebee. She was so emotional, still so much separation from Krishna. And she saw that bumblebee and she thought it's black and Krishna is black. And she pointed to that bumblebee and said, you are the unreliable servant of an unreliable master. So one never thinks he's a, a, a devotee. You have entered the primary of life, so how can you be qualified to take sannyas? You're still young. It said in the previous verse, it said, Gramyorasa Bujia. After Gramyarasa, after the enjoyment of life, then you can renounce. Because the Vanashram system is so perfect, the social system was perfect. You enter where, where, where you can have your enjoyment, but it is regulated. First of all, it's regulated to one person within marriage, and, and it's and it's different, it's regulated. It's scientific because if you do your, if you enjoy according to the Shastra, the regulations, you're, you're allowed, but you're restricted. <laughs> so the allowance 
pacifies your mind. Because if you have those some scars, you have those desires and, they're tr and you repress them, then you think of them more. And if you indulge in them, you think of them more. But when you regulate them, It, you, 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 you get the enjoyment, so you're pacified. Your mind becomes peaceful for the higher endeavor of self-realization. But they're regulated, so you're practicing some type of purification. And the result of dealing with your desires, this is the system in that appropriate way, is that you become renounced from them. And I'll personally tell you that I've seen in our movement, our Krishna movement, that some of the most renounced devotees are people who are older and had been married or even still married. And they had their Gramya Rasa in a regulated way, and they were strict in their Krishna consciousness, and it worked. Your mind became peaceful, so you can be fixed on Krishna, which is the main thing, and your desires were at the same time regulated, so you can become purified of them. So, why have you done this in the prime of your life? This is not the way to do it. And what is the use of accepting sannyas when you've already developed such devotional sentiments? What's the use? Because bhakti is about our dedication to Krishna. And you already have developed Bahunam Janmanam Ante Gyanavamam Papadyate Vasudeva Savamit Samahatma Sadurlava. Who is the Mahatma? Who is the great soul? Bahunam Janmanam Ante Gyanavamam Papadyate. After Gyan, after the path of renunciation, Bahunam Janmanam Ante Gyanavamam Papadyate. Vasudeva Sabami, he sees God is everywhere. And then what is his mood? His mood is service, not renunciation. His mood is service, it's devotion. That's the goal, and you already have the goal. So why did you take sannyas? The devotional service is rarely attained even by the best of the yogis. Yogindhari sabera ye dulaba prasad. Tabikena kariachi e mata pramad. You're mad. <laughs> Why have you made such a pramada? You made a mistake. Why did you make this mistake? What you obtain, it happens after. Pantastu koti sata vatsara sampagamyo vayora tapi manaso muni pungavan. Yogis, pantastu koti sata vatsara, thousands, millions of years. They cannot 
attain the lotus feet of Krishna by, by their meditation, by their gyan. You've attained it. Why are you going into the path of gyan? Renunciation. That's for what you had already. And in doing so, you're also risking your life. You're risking your spiritual life by putting it in, in, in the center and by artificially renouncing desires that can bring you back into not just karma, but v-karma, sinful activities. This is such a risk for you. After hearing Sarvabhoma's glorification of devotional service, Lord Gorasam became greatly pleased because this was his whole plan to get him to speak about bhakti. So he was actually pleased with his response because that was his objective. And, and, and honestly speaking, this is the way we should look at our relationship with God, that God has an objective for our hearts, that we should become happy, we should become pure, which, which means we should develop love. And what, 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 what is the, the opposition to that? It's our false ego. It's our desire to joy and control. It's all those samskaras, impressions we have for things that have no value to love. And God is looking at that and he puts us, because education has, 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 has two factors in the world. One is knowledge and one is experience. Knowledge comes from the Vedas, experience comes from karma. When we can't get the message by knowledge, we have to get the message by experience. A parent can instruct their child so much, but the child wants to do it anyway, okay, do it. And why? Because it's not going to work. They'll be frustrated in doing it. The first class intelligence learns by hearing. The second class intelligence learns by hearing, by experience. They can't learn by hearing, but they learn by experience. Then they can understand. And the third class intelligence, even after hearing and experiencing, they still do the same thing, which is why in the Bhagavatam, the material world is called Dharatmama very difficult to overcome because the things that we've been doing since time immemorial and even in this life that don't give us happiness that we experience it doesn't give us happiness we do it again and again we can't give up those things that are making us miserable I'm just saying, I'm really focusing on that now in my old age. Give it up. Give up that defending. I wrote one friend. We got into some discussion we had. And I, I just saw the discussion is not going anywhere. It's not going anywhere. So I, I kind of figured the best way is let me just apologize. <laughs> Because I thought maybe he, because I disagreed with him, maybe. And I, and I said, okay, I like, 
I know Radhanath Swami was speaking to one friend of mine and that friend related to me and he was commenting on the discord in the world and he was reflecting on, on the six Goswamis and Rupa Goswami. You know, someone wanted to defeat him, he'd sign the paper. <laughs> okay, he defeated me. I, I don't want to waste myself in drama. So I, I, I wrote him, but then again, he wrote the same arguments. He wrote the same arguments. So I, I wrote, friendship is more important than being right. <laughs> I'm not responding anymore. So we, we went over this again and again. So again and again and again and again. The Lord said, listen, Sarbaboma Mahasai, do not consider me a sannyasi. I left home and shaved my head because I was disturbed by feelings of separation from Krishna. Forget that I am a sannyasi and bestow your mercy on me so that my mind becomes fixed on Krishna. I didn't take sannyas to renounce, the, because I, I wanted to renounce the world. I, I was a gani in that way. I took sannyas because I was in separation from Krishna. I took it positively out of love. And my separation from Krishna was so great that I wanted to dedicate myself to Krishna. Who is Jivan Mukta? Karmana Manasa Gira. Mind, work, body surrendered to God. And when you become a sannyasi in the Vaishnav line, Lord Chaitanya didn't take it in the Vaishnav line. It wasn't around. He took it for many reasons. One, for preaching that's respected and the faith that one gives to the position he would use to give people spiritual knowledge. And also he just had to dedicate himself. But when you take sannyas in the Vaishnava tradition, it's called tridandi sannyas. You get three, three dandas, what means mind, body, and words dedicated to God. So I did that to fix on Krishna. When the Supreme Lord bewilders his own servants in this way, how will his servants understand him? Hmm. Wait, what does this mean? Oh yeah, how will how yeah, because will this serve him? Because he was in a superior position and he took the position because he was younger as his disciple. Who has the power to know the Lord if he does not reveal himself? That is really the essence of bhakti. Who has the power to understand God unless God reveals himself? 
and people only reveal themselves in love. If God is a person, we can only understand them in love, not analysis. Well, it wasn't the level of continuity I wanted. I forgot some of the gaps, but I used my passion from the Actually, what happened when I went to the wedding? So I, I ate a, not not a lot, a reasonable amount. I, I, you know, I didn't overeat. And then I told the people that were sitting there who were enjoying so much, I'm going to go in the temple, and I'm just going to chant. So I, I chanted for I don't know a half. Hour. And then I said I'll come back because initially I was going to leave, but then when I saw I came to say goodbye to the bride and bridegroom. And they were eating. I said, oh, no, no, don't eat. No, no, no Mark, Mark. They were going to get up because they had some culture and see me to the door. I said, look, you finish eating and then you see me off. And then I thought, OK, I can't get out now. It was going to go. Christian doesn't want me. I went to the tent. Then when I came back, I saw people all eating the cake because I was gone for about a half hour, 40 minutes. So they said, Marge, you want some cake? And then because the bride's groom's family was from Lebanon. There was some baklava, really. And, you know, I'm a sannyasi, and I, I said, well, no, nah, I, I don't want any cake. I, I don't really like to eat like that so much. And, you know, a cake is a cake. I mean, it, it's really rich. So I said, okay, I, I'm satisfied. And then I thought, look, everyone's having such a good time. If I go, then someone will have to drive me. And, and it's the, you know, they, they're, they're just relishing being in the association of the devotees. And Janavi had done kirtan and the wedding was so nice. And the, the, the bride's family was just so nice. They were from Lebanon. And you can see cultured people. We're too much in the modern world wanting to give up the traditions. You know, sometimes, you know, they have to be adjusted, but we want to throw out the baby with the bathwater. And you see people who grow up there, they were just so, such sweet people. They were actually religious religious to the extent that they loved Krishna consciousness. <laughs> That's real religion. They, they really had a religious background. It's called Druze, D-R-U-Z-E. And you can just see people that are born in a deep tradition that has saints and has mentors and has principles and if it's done properly, it's just the, the sweetest people. I mean, as soon as the father spoke to me, I said, this person is just so sweet. And the mother is just so sweet and cultured. So I winded up, okay, I'll, I'll hang around a little bit. And I just, you know, I sat with one person I hadn't spoken to for a while. It was really nice to, I think he has Western of five children, dedicated himself to his family. So I asked him how his children were doing. And uh, then the bride came up to me and said, please, Marge, take this cake. 
And I thought, okay, I'll just take a spoonful, but I took a little more. Okay. Chibunajai, I usually start with what you kind of appreciated from this rambling class. Arajit, it was a wonderful class. I got, got oh, so many notes, so <laughs> don't, don't be disturbed about your cake eating. <laughs> I'm not disturbed at all. I actually enjoyed it, and I'm happy today, and I'm flexible. I don't have <laughs> the same level of sodden I have. I mean, I chanted quite a bit, but it's not the same level. I, I just go on. I don't get disturbed. It's life. I really, I, I love this whole conversation between Sarbon Bhattacharya and Lord Chaitanya. It's just, it's just so amazing. But one of the things that I'm really taking away with is just what a wonderful teacher Lord Chaitanya is. Like you were saying, uh, aha, Lord Chaitanya said, my trick worked. I'm getting Sarbon Bhattacharya to talk about this. And, and again and again, Lord Chaitanya, it's like, he gets the Goswamis to speak about it. He's such a great teacher. He doesn't, he, he empowers others to spread the message. And I think I'm always struck by just the, the way he does that and the way he's such a wonderful teacher. All born of compassion. Preaching is born of compassion because if you don't feel for other people, you won't make the effort to enlighten. It's actually also based on our own experience. Because if we don't have an experience of Krishna consciousness, then why will we be inspired to give it to others? And I, I, I said this many times when I took sannyas, Satsarupmarj said that Prabhupada's main instruction to him was, when you go to a rich man's house, don't think, oh, you could have had this. And I know places that had many, many brahmacharis and then somehow or other one gets married, the other, and you know, at the age of 40 or 50 people, oh my God, I could have been this. And my friend was running a, like a, you know, CEO of, M, of IBM and this, and what am I doing here? And you, no, but when you have the experience of Krishna consciousness, then you'll really feel, no, that person is missing this. I, I shouldn't envy that. They're actually missing it. So it's really based on our own. If you really, really want to share Krishna consciousness, you have to really have an experience. You have to work on your experience because the more you have that, then the more you'll feel the necessity to give it. Otherwise, you'll look at other people. Well, they have what I want. Okay. Rajeshri, you usually have some point too. So I will. Thank play. you, Maharaj. I also thought it was such a wonderful class. Thank okay. you. Usually my brain so, works. Okay. So many awesome points. And one stuck with me, which is quite, uh, which I thought it was quite nice when you said that the friendship is more important than being right. I really like that. It's a hard one, though, because we're, we're, <laughs> we're more attached to being right than having friends. But in the modern age, you really have to make those decisions because people are polarized. So it's hard to discuss anything because you may agree with 90% of what a person believes in. But if there's one point you want to adjust, they'll think you're on the other side. That's just the way it works. Mm -hmm. So it, the world has lost public discourse. And at this particular time, I almost realized you can't discuss anything with anyone because mm -hmm. if you don't 100% agree with them, 
then they project on you this enemy status. <laughs> okay, thank you. Anybody else like to say hello? It's always nice to. Hi, Krishna Maharaj, Gail here. Um, I, yeah, um, a quick comment and and a question, if I can. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm just going back to when you were talking about brahmanas and politics. Yeah. I'm always so <laughs> grateful that you know you don't get you don't take sides politically because you know. You know, sometimes, you know, my husband's around when he, when I'm listening to my Zoom calls. And that actually happened one time where one Maharaj was giving a class and he got political and that shut my husband, like, off, you know. And so he, you know, kind of shut down communication. He couldn't, like, hear him without seeing that Maharaj's political stance. So... I'm so grateful that you haven't done that because my husband loves you, as you know. I try not to, but even if I touch something that appears to be it, <laughs> people will think you're on his side. I know, and, and so when you when you touch, I get anxious, you know, because you know I don't I don't want him I don't want that relationship to be you know spoiled in any way. But anyway, so that was my comment. Okay. Um, yeah, my question is about, you know, when you were talking about Gold Kumar and the fact that he didn't have some Bandha again, <clears throat> you know, delayed his progress. So, you know, Krishna, our progress is Krishna's mercy and reciprocation for our endeavor normally. Right. And our endeavor is to chant Hare Krishna. Right, you know, attentively and absorb ourselves in that, and so I'm just wondering why that endeavor, you know, for and to invoke Krishna's mercy, why that endeavor of chanting is not enough. Why do we also need that intellectual okay. I, I, aspect? I, I, of, I, I, well, I got you. Well, I wouldn't put it just intellectual because knowledge of bhakti is not just gyan. But first of all, to come to the point, his case is this. In the Gita, it says, Aham sarvasya prabhavo matas sarvam pavartate iti bhutva bhajantima buddha bhava. I am the source of the material and spiritual. The wise who know this engage in my devotional service. So then, yesham twantakatam papam jananam. No. No. Uh, I, I get these two verses. Yesham satata yuktanam bhajatam poor become the dami buddham yogam you know, one who worships me is faith and love i give them the knowledge so yes the 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 the, the idea is is to focus ourselves but doubts come and faith is needed to do that faith means you know we move forward by our faith by our trust so we, we need to actually hear to, to, to keep our faith strong. Otherwise, the ideas, the conceptions that have given us this faith, they recede if they're not renewed. So they, they, some conception and idea has to be there. Otherwise, Prabhupada said the goal of the Hare Krishna movement is to sit down in Mayapur and chant, you know, 64 rounds. Now he, there's one letter he said that. That's the goal. 
So, but we need to have some, we have to have our doubts cleared. Otherwise we also may commit offenses because we, we also live in the world and that affects our spiritual life too. Mm -hmm. I see people who don't have a right understanding of Krishna consciousness. They get on the internet and they say something and they say, because we're Brahmins and Brahmins speak truth. Not actually understanding the subtleties of, of, of speaking truth, of when, when, when you speak truth and, and what is the truth. And, and, you know, oh, I'm speaking the truth. So I'm going to criticize this devotee in the pen. But, but, you know, when you actually read the Shastra, what it says about Vaishnava Aparad, and it says about how we revere devotees and what is a devotee. So there's so much information we need. Otherwise, we're going to commit offenses and we're going to lose faith. Okay, thank you, Gail. Thank you. Okay, anybody else like to say hello? Hi, Krishnamaraj, it's Leela. I liked the point you made that if you're in ignorance, it means you're doing things wrong. I just thought that was really funny and accurate. And what's the second thing you said? I said I thought that point was really funny and accurate, that if you're in ignorance, it means you're doing things wrong. We will do things wrong. Yeah, of course. <laughs> uh, it, it's funny and it's tragic. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Marash. See you tomorrow. Yeah, I'll see you tomorrow. Maybe even... Yeah, my, my plan is, is to take breakfast at the Revals and then leave from there after breakfast. So I, I, I'll be there, you know. I'll, I'll write you, so we'll coordinate it. But you're also going to see a place in Catskills, so maybe we'll see if I go there too. But I, okay. okay. Sounds good. Bye, Mara. Okay. Hi, Bo. Who else like to say hello? Hare Krishna, Maharaj. Hare Krishna. Thank you very much Thanks. for your class. Thanks for oh, You give me such pleasure when I see both of you. Every Thank you day. very much. This is Thank really you. kind of you. Okay. And it was well. full of points, Maharaj. I, I was thinking before the class, I was thinking that I'm giving a life about food and yoga. So I was thinking what points I should say in it. And I found so many points from your lecture. So I will add them in my... Speech. Oh, you're going to be teaching <laughs> soon. You're going to be teaching. No, 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 not teaching a live on Instagram about food and yoga. So I will add your points you're, in it. You're giving a class? I, I do give yoga classes a lot, yeah. Online. Oh, very good. Okay, thank you. Haribo. Thank, thank you. you. Okay. Anybody else? Hare Krishna Gumaraj, Tota Gopinath here. And Kishori Radha. Okay, we'll see you. At least Tota, I'll see you tomorrow. I'll be ready. And the Ravals are ready for us. Okay. Ooh, you, you'll speak to uh, Amala, okay? Yes. Okay. Hi, Bo. Hi, Bo. Hi, Bo. Who else like to say hello? Hi, Krishna Gomez. Well, doing that. Thank you for class. It was great. You guys made it up for the class after yesterday's fun. <laughs> we were there late, too. <laughs> I can imagine. <laughs> we're really having a good time, huh? Yeah, so nice seeing everybody. Yeah, right. Seeing people you haven't seen in a while, and uh, yeah, it's very important to have association with the devotees, even though we were at a wedding. But you know, it was. And even really though you were <laughs> joking like anything in your, uh, <laughs> but, uh, I don't know you can't take me anywhere. 
but it, I hadn't seen Anandini in 20 years. Yeah. Was, uh, 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 you know, she's been away. Anyway, it was great. Yeah. Okay. Hi, Hi, okay. Anybody else? Hare Krishna Maharaj. Oh, Hari Bo. Como esta, señor? <laughs> okay, great to see you. Okay. Okay. Anybody else? Hare Krishna Maharaj, this is Shrikan Darvika. Shrikan Darvika, Good to see you. Hear you. Good. Great. All right. Anybody else? Hare Krishna Maharaj. Thank you. Namaskar. Oh, Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna Maharaj. This is Rangarani. Oh, Rangarani. Nice to see you. Good. Thank you Hare so much. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna Maharaj. Thank you. Hare Krishna Guru Maharaj. Krishna Premi. Hare Krishna. Krishna Premi. Are you still in Mayapur? <laughs> yes. Wow, Radha Chavu is becoming more and more restless. I know, I know, <laughs> I know. Yeah, he, but we don't know when. He wants to go to his Prabhu Dutta Desh, right? Yes, yes. But you're smiling yeah. there in Mayapur, but he wants to go to his Prabhu Dutta Desh. So, <laughs> I know. Okay, I hope with your blessings. Yeah. yeah. There's so many people he's contacted now, right? And that person I saw yesterday, it's one thing Zoom, but that personal contact with people, you know, it yeah. can bring things to the next level. Wow. Okay. I never thought Radha Charan would just want to go to China just so much. And just, it's just, he's, he has so many people you contacted, right? Writing article every week, right? Yes. And give yes, every week. So so much. Yeah, just okay. we Chirap, have to see them personally. I won't, Brother Chama, you want to say a few words? Okay, I, but I won't pray that he leaves Mayapur. <laughs> I'm working on flying out, and it's going to work. What's that? <laughs> I'm working on flying out. Oh. Really, there may be a chance to go? Yeah, there are different possibilities, but through Australia. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> Can't believe it. <laughs> it's a big detour. <laughs> okay. All right. Thank you. Okay. Krishna. Good to see you. Thanks for coming on class. I appreciate it. Okay. Anybody else? Okay. Hare Krishna Maharaj, it's Don Kelly. Hey, Don Kelly, are you ready to come out of the quarantine? I think so. I think I'm ready now. Okay, so when I come yeah. back up there, maybe you can come visit me or something, even walk into the house with your cooking. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> right? Without a mask. Don Kelly, just, just tell them your cookie recipe. What is your cookie recipe? Uh, it's I make ginger snaps. I'll, I could post it to, to the group or share it in some way. But um, what, what is the flour you use? Um, sprouted buckwheat flour. So they're ecotasy safe. The best 
codicy cookies in the world. Okay, <laughs> I go. All right. Okay. <laughs> okay. Next time you post it on the the, the 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 thing there, if you want the best cookies, he's got it. Okay. Okay. Um, I think I'm gonna have to go now, but nice to see everyone. Okay. Once you call Patrubia, Shaka, Patrubia, Chapati, Tinam Pavani, Bupe.